Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And hello, I'm Kate Spencer. (laughs) Well, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not experts. Nope, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. But today, we're going to talk about cleansers. (laughs) OMG. Did you cleanse your face already today, Dory? I did. I cleansed it in the shower, which I know Caroline Hyron's frowns upon, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? If you want to tell us about your face cleansing routine, you can leave us a voicemail or a text message at 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. Once you join the main group, you also get access to more than 100, that's right, 100 spinoff groups so go check that out and if you like the show we always do appreciate a review on apple podcasts tell a friend just a quick reminder that all products including all the cleansers we're going to be mentioning are always on our website forever35podcast.com and you can follow us on instagram at forever35podcast and on the old twitters at forever35pod Well, here we are, Dory, sitting on a gold mine of information. Truly. Now, 
I guess we should share it with our listeners. That is what we're here for. We will be generous with this info, especially because this info was shared with us by our listeners. So yeah, so so let's back up a little bit and and give everyone the, the lay of the land. We get asked about cleansers a lot. We don't always have a great answer. We've had some faves over the years, but there seemed to be a desire for a definitive cleanser analysis, breakdown, recommendation. So we decided to let the listeners do the work. And you all answered a survey. You told us which cleansers are your favorites. Our erstwhile project manager, Sam, tallied up those responses. And we have this list for you. So here's what we're going to do. Now that we have this list, it's a very important list that you all have weighed in on. Kate and I are going to be the final arbiters. <laughs> oh, we are? Yes. <laughs> of which cleanser shall reign supreme. I've tried so, some of these already. Yeah, but we're going to have to go back and try them again. It's going to oh, be like a, like, fair. A, like a taste test. You know what There's I mean? There's going to be bottles strewn around our bathrooms. Yeah, I mean, I I almost feel like we should be doing this blind. Like, we shouldn't <gasps> know what we're putting on our faces. We should decant everything. Oh, shit. That's a great idea. Okay, <laughs> let's have a, a little meeting when we finish this episode and figure out how we're going to execute that. But yes, Dory, you're right. Right? Because I feel like, you know, we may think we're objective, but... We see a pretty bottle, a pretty jar. I'm very a, swayed a by brand, price tags. By price tag, by brand. We're like, oh, I like this brand. It's going to be great. Or like, eh, I don't really like this brand. It's, it probably sucks. And like that influences us. That's how influence works. So we're going to take influence away. We are. Well, we've got our this. work... We've got our work cut out for us because we we've do. Got, we've got a top 15 here. We may need to narrow this down or it's going to take like three years. Well, you know, we got nothing but time. That's true. Um, we, are in, we are in quarantine. <laughs> exactly. Well, the reason we have a top 15 is because there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cleansers tied for eighth place. I wonder if we should have like a runoff. Oh, of the of all the ones in eighth place, and then like the top two make it because we also have two tied for fifth. So that we one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. So we would have we take the top two from the everyone tied from eighth place, and they would make it to the next round. I like that. I like that idea. So shall we get into this list here? Let's do it. Do you want to start from the bottom or the top? Oh, I like starting from the bottom. Make it real dramatic. Okay, so let's let's just knock out these seven that are currently tied for eighth Wait, place. And we should all. Yeah, we should also say that there were many more recommended. Like even just just making it to the top fifteen. Oh, I think these there, cleansers there were, should be commended. Yes, there was a, a, over a hundred and fifty, I believe. Yeah. So listen, cleansers, if you got this far. You're really doing something right. We're proud of you. We're proud we of We're you. Very it's not proud about, of you. It's not about winning. All right. We don't want any cleanser to feel bad. Wait, it's not about winning? No, it is. But I'm trying to make the <laughs> cleansers. I'm trying to make the cleansers feel good about themselves. <laughs> Look, I think all these cleansers already feel good about themselves. We don't need to stoke the egos of these cleansers. <laughs> all right, Dory. Yes. Rounding out the bottom. Yes. We've got seven cleansers tied for eighth place. Yeah. Cet- Cetaphil daily cleanser. Yeah. Clinique take the day off cleansing balm. Yeah. First aid beauty pure skin face cleanser. Mm-hmm. Indie Lee brightening cleanser. Yeah. One love botanicals, botanical B enzyme cleansing oil. Mm-hmm. And then. La Roche-Posay Effeclair Medicated Gel Face Cleanser for Acne-Prone Skin, followed by La Roche-Posay Tolerain Hydrating Gentle Cleanser. Okay. Well, hello, La Roche-Posay. <laughs> Look at you. 
<laughs> Look at you, LaRoche Pose. <laughs> Okay, so uh, looking at this list, I have obviously tried Cetaphil many times in my life, and I've also tried um, Clinique Take the Day Off Cleansing Balm, which is a very nice cleansing balm. You know, I yeah, I've used Cetaphil in in my past life. Um, I don't believe I've used any of these others. Well, you're about to. I know. I'm intrigued. I also like it's a mix of. You know, some drugstore brands, the Cetaphil. LaRoche-Posé. Yeah, LaRoche-Posé. You can get it at Target. It's it's like one of Target's more expensive brands, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But First Aid is like, a, First Aid Clinique are Sephora brands. One Indie Love Lee Botanicals. Is like a love, yeah, and Indie Lee is a lovely um, brand that we've tried some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Indeed all right. Have. All right. Well, congratulations so, to you. <laughs> In seventh place, we have the Vana Cream Gentle Facial Facial Cleanser. Have you used this? No, I've only used Vana Cream's lotions. Yeah, I haven't used this either. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm excited personally. I'm I, yeah. because my daughter and I were just applying some Vana Cream before bed just the other night from our big Vana Cream tub. <laughs> And we love it. So I feel like they've got to really deliver in the cleanser zone. Totally. I'm with you. Do you want to take this next one? Mm. Number six, (laughs) Youth to the People Superfood Antioxidant Cleanser. I like Youth to the People. So I have tried this, but just once. You, You actually bought me this. I don't know if you know this, but you bought me, you gave me a little gift bag. Was this, yeah, was this in my shower gift bag? Yes. This is what a nice kind of friend Dory is. She gave the hosts of her baby shower presents. And in my little present bag was a bottle of this cleanser. And I tried it and I liked it. And then my child, one of my kids broke the bottle in the shower. And that was the end of that. It comes in a glass bottle. So. Yeah, I never so but knew that. it's okay because the end of the story, the story ends with me trying it again oh, right now. Good. So yes. I'm glad it made it to this to the list. Me too. Me too. All right, pharmacy green clean cleansing balm. I feel mm-hmm. like this is a Kate Spencer fave. Yeah, I've used this. I've, yeah. I like it. I like it. This is a good one. And this in the Clinique. Those are uh, they're both very nice cleansing balms. Yeah. All right. Now oh, here's a oh, wait, and we should say the pharmacy and this next one are tied for fifth place. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for clarifying, Dory. You're and I should welcome. say this other fifth placer I didn't even know existed. Did you? Yeah, I've never used this. Drunk elephant. Best bestie number nine jelly cleanser. Mm-hmm. Had no idea. I just you know, I feel like the the oils and the serums kind of take a lot of the shine for drunk elephant and the yes, cleansers just kind of left in the shadows. So yeah. 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 Welcome yep. to the big time. <laughs> it looks lovely though. I will. I mean, listen, we'll find out. We will find out. All right. In fourth place, I was surprised by this. I'm going to, I'm just going to put that out there because I feel like this is a, this is a classic, the fresh soy face cleanser. And I, sh- I guess I shouldn't be surprised because it is a classic, but I say that in the sense of like, it's a, it's an old standby. And I, it was like heartening to see that people are still using it and recommending it. It's interesting because I have a, I have this very vivid memory of years ago going into Sephora and being like, what's the, what face cleanser should I buy? And the salesperson being like, our number one bestseller is this fresh soy face cleanser. I, I for some reason of all the memories I could have that's so maintained funny. in my brain. It's this inter- interaction with someone at Sephora about this cleanser. So it is a it is a bit of a legend. Yeah. Yeah. It is legendary. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Cosrx low pH good morning gel cleanser. Another Kate Fave. 
This is an icon from the early days of the Forever 35 yes. podcast. Yes. This this once I was doing I did a um a show in uh St. Paul, Minnesota with our friend of the pod Norm McInerney and a listener brought me a bottle of this cleanser. That oh, didn't that, they were like this didn't work for me, so I brought it for you, but I was like that I'm, is a fam. It was so sweet, but I had a carry-on so I couldn't oh. I had to give it back to them. But this is a great listen, you know I love this cleanser. Mm-mm-mm. I know you love this cleanser, and I tried that cleanser and didn't love it. So I'm curious how it's going to fare in the blind cleanser test. What if it's your favorite? What if I we know. find out? I cannot wait. Okay. Mm. All right. Two more, Dory. Okay. Number two, the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser. I know a lot of people love this cleanser. I, I like Glossier's cleanser. I, I, I used a bottle of this once, and I, I, I did I too. enjoyed it. Same. I was like, this is nice. Kate, do you want to take number one? I feel like you should. Okay. Are you going to drum roll it, Dory? <laughs> that was, I don't have my a, drum. That was an A for effort. Oh, wait. You know, I think, wait, I do have some drums. Tori. <laughs> Not quite a drum roll, but. A drum. a drum. A drum. Yep. All right. Number one audience pick. Favorite cleanser. Sarah V hydrating facial cleanser. Hello, Sarah V. <laughs> Coming and in. It was, hot I, at yeah, we should one. say this was this was number one by like a long shot. Yeah. This was. This really was. I mean. Yeah. What else is there to say? Sarah V just takes it away again. Yep. Now, yep, will yep, we yep. like it in our blind skin test? I don't know. Only time will tell. I can't. I'm really excited. I cannot wait to try all of these. I know. It's very exciting. All right. So, so stay tuned as we progress with this list and picking <laughs> a favorite. And we should really extend a hearty Thank you to all of you who submitted your cleanser picks. Yes, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. We, um, we couldn't do this without you. We really couldn't. And then we also just want to give a shout out to the top 10 brands that were mentioned. But a lot of these had multiple cleansers mentioned, which is why some of them didn't make the top 15 overall. Mm-hmm. But we just want to you know, recognize that these brands are doing a great job. So thank you, brands. Thank you, brands. Drunk, starting from the bottom, number 10, Drunk Elephant. Number nine, coming in hot, but without a a fave to make it into the the top product, a cure. So many a cure users out there. And number eight, Trader Joe's. But again, multiple entries that people seem like people just couldn't agree. Yeah. Too many good products at the old yep. TJs. <laughs> Neutrogena. Well, hello. Welcome. At number seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number six, La Roche-Posay. Now, La Roche-Posay was able to overcome having two entries because they were in that tied for eighth, they, those two entries. They really did it. They did the work. Um, they did. All right. What is this? Number Number five, five, pharmacy. So in addition to the green clean cleansing bomb, which made it into our product list, the clean bee gentle cleanser was also mentioned. Mm-hmm. CosRx at number but four. Of, but of course. All right. Number three, a brand we both love. Yep. Sad to see it not make it into the top product item, but Tatcha, because Tatcha has so many great cleansers. Yeah. I feel like, you know, in a way... If you had multiple great cleansers, that kind of hurt you. Kind of did. They have the Camellia oil cleanser, the rice wash, something called the deep cleans, which I've deep cleanse, which I've never tried, and then the rice powder, which I like a lot. Um, number two, Glossier. Look at you, Emily Weiss, <laughs> building an empire. Really, really made good. Yeah, you finally have made it. You Started have- from the bottom. <laughs> Now she's here. Shout out to her, man. She's created a legit empire. And then number one, Dory. Mm-hmm. Yield Sarah V. Yeah, with two 
that people liked. But the so the hydrating facial cleanser was the one that was number one on our overall list. But people also recommended the foaming cleanser. Mm-hmm. So that will not be one that Kate and I are testing, but it was mentioned. But we see you. We do see you, Cetaphil. No, not Cetaphil. What the hell am I talking about? We do see you, Sarah V. We do. Well, Dory, this has been a blast. I can't wait to dig into this more. Oh, neither can I. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will be talking to comedian, author, podcaster extraordinaire Arden Marine. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it, like, the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just, like, sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden 
or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guest today is a real treat and a real delight. It is actress and comedian Arden Marine. Arden, hello, and welcome Hi. to Forever 35. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love serums, and I love you ladies, so I'm delighted to be a guest. Aww. Well, you know, I should have also said you are an actress, you're a comedian, and you are also an author uh, because you have a new book that just came out. So let's read your bio to let okay, everybody great. know exactly who you are. I love uh, it. Ar- Arden uh, is someone you may know from the Netflix show Insatiable or Shameless or over 100 appearances on Chelsea Lately. She also hosts a very popular podcast called Will You Accept This Rose, which, yes, is about the Bachelor franchise on iHeartRadio. And she is now an author. Her comedic memoir, Little Miss Little Compton, just got released on September 29th and is available wherever you buy your books. And we are... We're so glad to have you here. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this. And thank you so much for welcoming me into your warm, your warm podcast. I mean, Arden, I feel like I I feel like you also have to have Arden. I feel like you also have to have like decorator in your bio. Yes. You know what I should? I yeah, I love design. I'm a design nut. And um if I could clone myself, I actually had a dream about that last night. I feel like this was my dream where I, if I could clone myself, because um, I have people have hired me to do their houses and I contracted it and designed my own little house and I love design. I love doing it, but it's, I don't, I don't know just time wise. It's, it's really just a time thing, but I would, I love doing it. So I'm available if somebody has cash and wants to pay me. <laughs> and I, I say that because we both saw the article that the LA times wrote about you and your house. 
with all these amazing pictures of your adorable, adorable house. I'm obsessed with it. Oh my God. Thank you. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh my God. Design really makes my tail wag like that to me. That's some self-care stuff for me where... You know, I feel like life is hard enough and that you should come home to a space. And look, we're not going anywhere now anywhere. So if you're existing full time in a space, that it should make you happy and that it doesn't have to be expensive, you know, because you got to paint your wall anyway. So just finding ways to that it should be joyful and fun and chic, but like mostly like relaxing and that mm-hmm. and it was I love doing it. I love the puzzle of I feel like each space tells you what it is, you know, like it's each mm. space is different. Like I love it. Well, we will link to the article in the show notes so everyone can see your beautiful home. Thanks, Dory. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it. it's enviably gorgeous. And the fact that it's sel- it's it's self-care for you is is interesting to me because that is something that I would find like the opposite of it would be like stress, self-stress. But I, I would but that's just me. But I'm curious, like, what does it feel like for you to get to kind of look at this puzzle of a space? Uh, does it provide you with like something else to think about? Is it relaxing? Is it invigorating? How does it make you feel? It wakes me up. It makes me like excited and crazy and obsessed like it's like it's like it's like makes the equivalent of how you feel when you're binge watching a show like it's actually it takes over my brain and it distracts me and I I'm really fast it's all instinct and it's it it feels freeing because you know if you sell a pilot to a network or something it's all notes and it's all kind of watered down and it's all compromised <laughs> and like it this is me not asking permission from anyone and uh just building the puzzle of um I love math and I loved like uh you know you ha- it has to be proportional it all has to fit together you can't just throw everything you love together because it may not work you know it's I, mm-hmm. I enjoy figuring because I like jigsaw puzzles I like crossword puzzles so I like sort of figuring out like what's my showpiece like so in that room the main thing was the wallpaper you know and that it has to be in relation almost like with good improv like you can't just steamroll the scene like you ha- it has to be in conversation with the other stuff that's in the room so i i love it and um it feels awake in a way like i felt like when i was a little kid playing with things and you would just lose track of time you mentioned that you love serums. Do you apply this like savvy, um, frugal mind to your skincare routine? And we would love to know any favorite products you want to share with us. Thank you so much for asking. I also want to say I do high and low in my house. I'm a fan of high and low. So like, so the, are we. So the yeah. lamps were IKEA, but I spent on the wallpaper. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you pick and you choose. Like I have a lot of a lot of world market things, a lot of Target things, a lot of IKEA things, but then I, a lot of my expenses were wall coverings and then were the furniture. I, I got a, my, my like big treat items were generally from anthropology and then I would w- buy them all at once. You only pay for one shipping and I would wait till it was like, mm. you know, Memorial day sale or whatever. And so you get like the extra 30% off, like, but make sure you get it all in one day. So you only pay one shipping Hot fee tip. and it takes months to get it. So like yeah. order, mm. yeah. like if you want it, order it like a year in advance because it's going to take forever to get it, just to say. Um, as far as... So I'm high-low. I will spend on things and then I will go cheapy-cheap on things. But I'm, I'm a high-low gal. Okay. I brought my products out with me on a tray to talk to you because I'm <gasps> so excited. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Now, I know you guys have... You don't do these anymore. I've heard you say this. So I, I am in the... So I was getting cystic acne starting at like 35. I started getting it when I was touring, doing stand-up a lot, and I would sleep on airplanes on my hand, on my chin. I would sleep with my face on my hand. And then I would get all this cystic acne around my upper neck and my chin and jawline area, and I couldn't get rid of it. And I tried facials. I tried, you know, everything. And then I swear by 
the bio biologique recherche oh. lotion p50 it has to be the 1970 original whoa and, oh the hardcore stuff <laughs> it has to be i'm like that acne and i have not broken out since and this has been four years wow once I, I found love, it, I, I love me some P50. Don't what is get me it? wrong. What is it? What is it? I've heard you talk about it. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing. Like, what is it? Like, what's in it? Yeah. Like, is this the only company that does P50? Are there other P50s? Um, there's well, like there's Pixie Glow Tonic, which there's, people say is like a dupe for P50. Yeah, there are certainly comparable products, but I think if you speak to a real diehard user. There is no comparison. Yeah. I mean, as a person who could not stop getting gigantic underground volcano cystic acne, I have not had it since. Wow. That's amazing. To me. And I feel like it's kept my skin kind of tight. Like, I, I swear by this. (laughs) Well, listen, you are, you are a, a woman like us in her 40s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we I love, mean, love some tight skin. And I'm a ginger child, like, with dyed blonde hair, living in a desert environment that wants to give me freckles and age spots, and I'll take whatever I can get. Speaking of which, so then I discovered <laughs> for a sunblock, and my friend who's a surfer, it's a little tin can called EIR Surf Mud Broad Spectrum SPF 30 that I put on every day on my face and my neck. And um, you got to do the neck, ladies. Don't forget your Mm -hmm. neck. Neck is key because once you lose your neck, it's hard to get your neck back. Um, The EIR Surf Mud, because I found I was putting on other sunblocks that were making me tear up. And, And this stuff is so thick that it, I feel like I haven't gotten, it has, it, it actually has protected me from the sun, which I feel like nothing else actually did. Wow. I've never heard of this product before. This is exciting. I can't believe we're not on Zoom. I wanted to show you everything, but you know what? I'll take screen. I'll take a picture. Please take a photo, please. We <laughs> will you. post it on the okay. gram. Yes. And then for my lotions and potions, you know, as far as I've asked, I've really asked around to the makeup artists. And I'm, this is this is all, I'm sure, old news to your well-versed listeners who know way more than I do. I know that you all know way more than I do. So I'm fairly basic, but I it works for me. So I've asked all the makeup artists that I've worked with on sets. And I'm like, I don't want to spend, I don't, I, I don't, I can't afford La Mer. I'd love to have it. I wish I had it. I can't afford it. What is a $30, a $25, what's a moisturizer that'll last that's great? And I love Embryolise Lay Cream Concentrate. Mm-hmm. And I and I have started adding in a little drunk elephant retinol cream at night every couple days. And that feels nice for the old wrinkle lines. Arden, let's talk, let's talk about your book because you wrote this really funny but also very raw and personal memoir all about your life from childhood to present day. What made you made you want to really get into it and and put it out there for everybody to read? That's a good question. (laughs) Um, You know, I felt like I mean, I love I love reading about people's upbringings. I mean, I mean, David Sedaris to me is my number one fave ever. But like, I I really enjoy I like I wanted to make people laugh. I wanted to make, you know, I grew up in this quirky household. Um, My parents married on a dare. They weren't dating. They met in New York City. They were co-workers. And uh, every like one New Year's Eve, everybody got two weeks vacation a year. And they were out having cocktails with coworkers. And they figured out that if you like somebody, they were just basically trying to screw over the man. And they figured out that if you went on a vacation, on a honeymoon, if you got married, you got an extra two weeks vacation. So my dad dared my mom, who was not his girlfriend. They'd never been on one date. And he was like, hey, Janet, how about you and I get married? I'll take us down to South America for a month. We can come back for like, and we'll get it as annulled. As one does. As one does. He's like, we'll come back. We'll get it annulled. And uh, so she agreed. They looked for a Bible to swear on, like that they weren't going to back down from this dare. And they could, they found a, they could, they found a cookbook. So they swore on a cookbook. And then the next day my mom called him back and she was like, okay, 
I'll do it, but I don't want to get it annulled. And then she had a date that night. She went on it and she said she made out with that guy because she thought it might be the last man that she ever made out with. Oh <laughs> and my God. who then later called the week and like her roommate answered and she was like, oh, Janet's engaged. And the guy was pissed. And um, <gasps> they had a proper wedding. My grandparents never knew. Like six weeks later, she borrowed my, her best friend's name was Arden. She borrowed her wedding dress. They went on this four week honeymoon and and then when they had kids, my mom didn't grow up in the city and she was like, she didn't want to raise city kids. And he said, well, the only other place I will live is Little Compton, Rhode Island, which is why the name of the book is Little Miss Little Compton. So it's this. And so they moved to this, you know, these two people who married on a dare and stayed married for 50 years. Um moved to this tiny town with a general store and like literally the only store is a general store. So it's like when people go, is it like Schitt's Creek? I'm like, Schitt's Creek had a motel. Like Schitt's Creek is where you would dream (laughs) of getting out to. You know what I mean? Like we're talking literally the town criminal was a a crow that was like stealing mail from mailboxes named Poe the Crow is a pet crow that they put under house arrest. Like she was an indoor crow. Uh. So, so I, you know, and then I had this wonderful mother and this pretty salty, fairly verbally abusive dad. And I wanted, I wanted also young people like if that, if they grew up, you know, with maybe somebody saying some not so nice things about them to know that not only can they not have that define them and not have them like completely be their like story for the rest of their life, but that they can have a joyful, that they can thrive, that they, it's, it doesn't have to define who they are. And then, you know, in the, and, you know, Kate, like, we, we share this in common, but like in the, I found out I sold it on the way my mom died suddenly and on the way I'd been trying to sell this book for years and on the way to her funeral was when I got the email that I sold the book they were like hope you're happy so then I wanted to also just normalize grief a little bit so so there's there's a bunch in there it's it's a full bouquet (laughs) well let's let's first talk about your relationship with your dad because you mentioned he was you know really distant and and verbally abusive and 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 never spoke to you in a way that built you up it was a lot of kind of putting you down and i would love to hear advice you might have for people who might have a similar relationship with a parent even if as adults right now um yeah. because you know that like those those parent child relationships i have found at least they 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 almost stay the same even as we grow older. And that's can be so challenging. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, my dad, my dad passed away the year before my mom. And I will say we never had that, like it, we never had that sort of come to Jesus conversation of like, I'm sorry, daughter, you know, like it never happened. And um, so I would say to anybody out there, you know, for me, I'll just say what sort of worked for me. It was when I, there, there was, I think many years of beating my head against the wall of like trying, you know, it's, it's, it's natural, like to want to have a connection with a parent, to want to like, to want to try to find like, maybe I'll just like, maybe if I just act like this, or if I approach some of this, or if I call at 11am, or if maybe I could take them on a trip, like, uh, for me, I had to sort of get into acceptance of like, okay, this, this may not happen. This is probably mm. not going to happen. And then also starting to see like, all right, I, I'm I'm powerless over the fact that I grew up in this household. Like, you know, I I flew into this house. So my gut feeling is this is how he would have treated any daughter that he had. So perhaps it's not personal. Perhaps, mm. perhaps I just happened to fly into this house and I was within his, his, the range of his eyesight. And, um, maybe it really was predetermined and had absolutely nothing to do with me. And then, but he was still married to my mom. So it was like who I adored. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to, I want to have a relationship with her. Um, so, and she's married to him. So I, I had to really figure out just for my own sanity and was like, okay, 
it became like, okay, well, I guess I'll just chat. Like I couldn't talk about my career with him because he was always like belittling. Um, mm. So it was sort of like, what can I talk about? Like, and it was always trial and error. It was like Lucy and Charlie Brown in the football. It was like for a while, it was like news, weather and sports. And then it just literally just got down to weather, you know? <laughs> so like of just when he would sort of try and engage, he was particularly rude about my career and particularly taunting and would try to hook me in and then would just be, I think he was competitive or threatened or whatever. Yeah. And and so I would learn to, for me, just learn to deflect and change. Because whenever I would get in there and battle, it's like, I'm not going to win. I'm not like, I'm just going to be the one that's getting battered. And then, so it's, I was, I would learn to go, well, what, like, what's up with you? Have you gone and seen, like, I would just sort of Jedi mind meld. And I would realize I was really only dealing with talking to him because I was visiting my mom or because I'd called my mom. Mm. So it was like, so I wasn't really actively pursuing him. But the few times he was really out of line, you know, I I had to, for me, I, I would stand up to him in a way, I always have delayed reactions. And so, you know, it was always such a sucker punch and he was so good at it and so mean. And I, I in the moment, I'm not somebody, you know, when I would tour doing standup, I'm not somebody that's going to deal with a heckler by tearing them a new one. That's not who I am. Um, and, and nor do I want to be. That's just not who I am. And so I, I would allow the fact that it's okay for me to have delayed reactions. And like, you know, he would say something terrible. Like I was, you know, my now husband, when we started dating, when he met him, he was like, so Dan, are you getting any? I mean, it was so inappropriate. And like, I was just so stunned. Like who, that's so disgusting. And so it took me, you know, I was so upset. And then, like, I realized, like, I waited a couple days. I talked to a bunch of people. And then I went back and learning to give somebody one benefit of the doubt and going when I'm not at an 11 when they can hear me. Mm. I was like, hey, you know, maybe you didn't realize because I have never stood up to you or said this to you when you did it. But when you ask somebody that I'm dating if they're getting any, that's so incredibly degrading to me, incredibly inappropriate. And I know I didn't say it in the moment, but I'm going to ask you to never speak about me like that to anyone and particularly not to somebody I'm dating in front of me. And his hand started shaking. He was like, is that it? I was like, yeah, that's it. And then, um, you know, he didn't say anything, but he never did that again, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was for me learning, I'm not a great fighter in the moment. I don't have great verbal battle skills, but like going to my safe people organizing my thoughts, knowing that it's not too late to go stand up to somebody and say, going in calmly and saying the one benefit of the doubt, maybe you didn't realize because I haven't, you know, and I would hope that if I've done something, you would let me know. But I have to tell you when you say this, that's not acceptable. And that's how I would recommend. That's that's what worked for me. It's like not expecting to have, giving yourself the dignity and it's okay to have a delayed reaction that it's okay to go back after the fact, even if it's years later and saying, I know I didn't say something, but I just need to let you know because I want to have a relationship with you. You know, maybe you didn't know, but like I've thought about this and I just have to tell you because I want to have a relationship with you, but I didn't like that. And you know what? They may or may not, you know, he didn't apologize, but he didn't do it again. Yeah, that's such good advice. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, trust me. You know, I hope nobody out there has to have those, but I know the reality is that lots of people have people like that, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I hope I hope for everyone's sake that you don't ever have to use those words, but that really allowing that, like, it's okay no matter how much time has passed and that you can do it with dignity and you can do it calmly and on your time and you can gather your thoughts and you can, and you're doing it for yourself, you know, like that. I know you said that you know you never had the big come to Jesus moment with him, but do yeah. you feel like you've gotten closure on your relationship with him? And like, what did you have to do to get there? Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. I really, you know, in some ways, some of his rudest things he said to me, um, in a weird way, were a gift of like, oh my God, like, this has never been about me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, oh, my God. And then when I realized that, I was like, oh, wow, there's a chance, like, there's a chance that I, at, like, you know, and I also, for many years, I would say the biggest damage of growing up with him is I felt like people would meet me at a party and think that I was sort of fun. But 
I felt that I was intrinsically unlovable, which was, I think, the biggest damage of growing up with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was many years of therapy, many, many groups of things. And there's all sorts of groups out there that people can join and um, of doing the work of realizing, oh, my God, like, there's a possibility this has never been true, like, that I've always right. been lovable. Like, oh, my God, this is, like, it. it, it was you know, and that you get self-esteem by doing esteemable acts and going, you know, I write about, and I, Kate, I loved your book. Like I read your book when my mom died and, um, you know, I would say like for me losing both parents back to back, like one of the gifts of grief was, which I write about in the book, like, and is, I feel like I'm such a people pleaser that having, you know, I felt like I had no skin on me and that it was very clear to me who I wanted to be with and who I didn't want to be with and what seemed fun and what didn't seem fun. Like my body would have a visceral reaction when people would reach out or I would get an invitation and starting to realize like, oh, I have good instincts. I just never, you know, I never let myself listen to them. I would always go, oh, I should do that. I should do this. Oh, I really like, and actually allowing, you know, no, go where the love is, go with who feels good, figure out what makes your tail wag, what is joyful in your life, like, and that it can start where you are, grow where you're planted. And that it's like, okay, you know what, like, I don't feel good when I am around him. Like, he didn't make me feel good. And I don't think he liked himself, you know, and so there was something to Um, I think I had to grieve that relationship in life, like well before he passed away. Yeah. And then I was surprised when he died how much grief there was, like just um, because I felt like I'd already done that work years ago. I was surprised at the grief of what was like a failure to launch of just what never happened. Right. But then your mom was this amazing force in your life. And then you you lost her a year later and you you write about that and your grief so beautifully. And as you said, we share that shitty thing. I mean, truly it was dad, mom, pandemic, like, but, but that you can, yeah, that you can still have joy, like that there's still joy. I mean, you know, that was last year and, um, it was still a great year. I mean, that was that I, I have to say, I feel like in adulthood, I've learned that I can hold two opposing feelings at once. Like I can, I could be grieving and I could still like laugh and have an adventure with safe friends and have a good time and make beauty out of it. Like writing the book, you know, was a beautiful, con- like I felt like I was showing my friend, she was barely in the proposal and and then it became her book. Like it completely changed the, my friend said, it's not my memoir, it's my memoir. Like yeah, she knew I love my- that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, and I actually, it was actually lovely to write the book. It felt happy. It wasn't until I finished. I don't know if you had this, Kate, but like when I finished writing it, I burst into tears because I felt like my conversation with her was done. Like, did you have that? A little bit. Yeah. It was, it was reliving so much. Yeah. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed, They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially 
a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. We 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 can't not talk about The Bachelor because oh my God. you you host an amazing podcast about The Bachelor. You write about The Bachelor as self care, um, especially when you were when you were grieving and what it meant doing the podcast to you. You also have a picture of you and Dean oh, Unglert I in your book, who is just <laughs> I mean dreamy blue eyed. What does The Bachelor mean to you in terms of self-care and caring for yourself? Thank you for asking. Um, The Bachelor, to me, I didn't start watching until five years ago. And... I I was I remember my husband was like, "Oh, you should watch tonight." And I was like, "I I I have a life. I'm not going to watch The Bachelor." And then of course, here I am so deep in. I love I love that it has nothing to do with my real life. I love the gaming aspect of it. So my first season was Caitlyn's season, who I think she is a terrific bachelorette. Um I'm I love trying to I don't watch sports, but I love the aspect of like Who's going to go to finals? Who's going to be drunk on the first mm. night? Who's going to have the crazy family? Like, who's going to make it to fantasy suites? Who's going to be the villain? So we do draft picks on the podcast, which is super fun. And I actually really do. I preferred it before Instagram got really popular because I actually did want people to find love and not just come on to become influencers. Like, I really did hope somebody fell in love. That's why I like Paradise because it's so funny, but then you actually do see these quirky love stories happen. Um, So I am rooting for people, but I love that it's all consuming. It's a distraction from my life. It's a fun game. For me, it's social so I can chat about it with people. I never read spoilers. I love trying to figure out who it's going to be. I write about this in the book, but like both of my parents died during bachelor seasons on like my mom died on a Thursday. My, my dad died on a Saturday. And so like the bachelor was airing on a Monday night. And so I had to debate whether or not to still, I still, I decided to still do the episode. And, um, and again, I'd never been, I'd never actually been that honest about my real life. I've always been fairly private, even in stand up, I've not really revealed too much of my real life on stage or anything. And so there was no hiding the fact that I was in my family den both times. Mm. And I was nervous that it would scare people or that it was too much who people who just came in, you know, wanting a fun bachelor podcast and then getting like, I thought they might be freaked out that I still did it. And the opposite was actually true. And then the listeners, I would talk about both times my experience on Grief Island and what I was doing for myself, like watching the Great British Bake Off or Queer Eye and going on walks and or whatever. And like people would email in how much they appreciated that that was the only podcast about The Bachelor and Grief. (laughs) So like, you know, that again, like you just never I think that also helped me get brave enough to write the book. I think the podcast and my experience with that was a big part of going, 
oh, not only are people not scared when you get real, like they they rise to meet you. Like the ones who like they like it because they have stuff too. You know, I think people hear something of themselves. So, uh, well, your book is wonderful, and and thank you. And as you said, mostly very funny, and even and even <laughs> even the hard moments you approach with such. Um, humor and grace. Uh, so I, we recommend everyone pick it up. And Arden, where can where else can our listeners experience all the magic that you have to offer? Oh my God, thank you so much for asking. Well, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Arden Marine. It looks like Myron. It's A-R-D-E-N-M-Y. I know, that's crazy. R-I-N as in Nancy. So I'm doing a reading and I'm having a conversation Saturday, October 24th. It's at 5 p.m. Central Time because the Tattered Cover is a great bookstore in Denver, Colorado. And it's going to be me and Kate Walsh from um, the Umbrella Academy and Grey's Anatomy. And uh, you can get a signed book through them. And... um, and you can listen to Will You Accept This Rose? We're on iHeart. But, uh, and you got your favorite hosts will be on this season and it'll start, it'll be up starting again. We have episodes every week now, but the season starts on ABC on October 13th. So our episode will drop October 15th because we record the day after. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. What a treat. Thanks again. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you so much. Arden is a, a true she is a she's she's one of a kind. All right. Kate. Yo. You were going to note your gratitude, which I I have to say, I feel like you were always really good at noting your gratitude. So I was I was actually a little surprised that you were you were putting this down as an intention. Because I has, feel like that's something that you're just so good at. Oh no, it's been months. It's been months since I really maintained a gratitude practice, like maybe even like a year since I've been doing a consistent one. And I can feel I'm just so like mentally and emotionally lethargic right now that I feel like shifting my perspective a little bit during this time would be really helpful. So what I have started doing um, at the beginning of October was I started a gratitude challenge for myself for the month. And I'm going to extend it a little bit past the full length of a month to go past the election because woo, you know, woo boy, Mm. that's going to be a time. So I'm really trying to push myself to, to, to come up with gratitude each day. So it's a challenge. But it also felt feels it also has felt really good, really good. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, you know, it's like almost like for example, you know, I can reflect on like how challenging a lot of let's say like the interactions with my kids are every day. But then I also doing this also forces me to kind of remember some of the the more positive interactions that we've had, or a moment when they really made me laugh, or stuff like that. So that's been really nice. Oh, this that. this week, Dory. This week, I am inspired by conversations we have had on recent episodes, and I'm going to really challenge myself to go out of my comfort zone this week. And I'm going to intend to floss twice a day. This is big. To be clear, I went to bed last night. I brushed my teeth. I didn't floss. So this is going to be this is going to be a push, but I'm here to meet the challenge. Okay, I have faith in you. Thank you. Well, yep, so my my guns do don't, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, last week, Dory, you you were focused on decluttering. I was, and I'm I'm still going. I did not manage to declutter the whole rest of the house and the outdoor space, but I'm I'm making dents. I'm feeling good. I feel like I I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's great. I mean. I don't know. Will I get the whole house decluttered? Probably not. But like, I think I will get it decluttered enough that I will feel more at peace. I think this is wonderful. It also like feels unrealistic to do a whole house in a week. It's more like yeah, that kind of continued. I do tend to bite off more than I can chew. Mm. Oh well. So speaking of. Exactly. 
<laughs> this week, I want to try waking up early, which I know has long been something that you've been talking about. And, and I, it I think, was a challenge. And it was a challenge. Not yes. a challenge, like an activity. Yes. I, I also feel like I do wake up. I do wake up pretty early. I just like lie in bed for a while because I don't want to get up and face the day. Yep. And I'm going to try and force myself to face the day just a little bit earlier. So what will that look like for you? You'll rise from your bed. I will arise. I will. I take my meds and my vitamins. And um, then I don't know if I will like, because I won't get Henry right away. Mm. Um. Will I like read? Will I do some work? Will I? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that will look like. I, I truly can't wait don't to know. Find out. I know. Me too. Me too. But I think that also means I have to start going to bed earlier, which again has been like a running theme of this podcast. But I've just I've been going to bed too late. Yeah, me too. Just been going to bed too late. So, got to dial it back. All right. Good luck. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. That brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrier, and Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Sam Reed is our project manager. Our network partner is ACAST, and we will talk to you all in a couple of days. Bye. Yeah, wait, Dori, before you go, play that drum roll one more time. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.